Who is this? Who is this guy? 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 Norcal guy. Norcal guy. Norcal guy. Norcal guy. Norcal guy. Norcal and chill podcast. It's chill time. Norcal and chill podcast. What the shit? The chill. Norcal and chill podcast. It's chill time. Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of NorCal and Shill. Today's guest is Reset, a painter gone digital with a penchant for the surreal. She likes to explore different mediums and use art as a way to tell a story. Since entering the NFT space, her work has been displayed extensively both in the metaverse and galleries in real life. Everyone, please welcome Reset. Hey, Reset. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Noko. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing well. It's a nice day here. Cool. What have you been up to? You just woke up? No, of course you know. No, it's like 9 a.m. here. Um, I had to get kids ready for school and things like that. No, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's We've got some sunshine today, so it's lovely. Nice, nice. Yeah, so I guess let's just jump into it. Do you have a hardware wallet? A hardware wallet? I've got like, what, right-click saves have all gone to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this. But I'm reviewing. I'm currently going to do a big review of all my stuff and move everything around again. So I had a Chromebook, like completely disconnected from everything. Oh, okay. Uh, as a cold storage. But I'm re-reviewing it all. And like, there's nothing really to move, but I'm going to do it again and look at things. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with reviewing and and making sure the process and your setup is how you like it. Yeah, getting ready for the bull run, hey? (laughs) There it is. Yeah. Always better to be, uh, you know, ahead of the crowd. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your first thoughts when you heard about NFTs and crypto art? Oh, you know what? Like the whole... I was not a fan, I have to say, of anything to do with crypto, which is really funny. <laughs> I was like, gosh, you know, this internet money. It's like a Luddite. Bitcoin. Oh, I finally got into Bitcoin earlier, but I was like, God, you know, no way. This isn't real. None of it's real. And I thought, you know, all I'd seen was the Elon Musk with the laser eyes. Oh, uh-huh. So I was not impressed. I was like, this is an art. This isn't. I have nothing I want to be associated with. <laughs> and crypto was still like, you know, um, considered like a drug dealer or something uh, <laughs> all of these sort of you know it's like there's no i'm not doing this this isn't for me <laughs> i look where i am so <laughs> you never say never yeah no i know it's so funny thinking like no i kept saying no someone like a friend of mine was like you should do it you should do it no no not me <laughs> it was just seeing you know the thing that swayed it was seeing ferocious and reading about ferocious story and i was like wow okay hang on a second i've got this all wrong Mm. And that like really sealed the deal. All right. All right. That makes sense. Why did you choose art or what brought you to art? I didn't really choose art, I think, because I've done art all my life, like ever since I was a kid, you know, like drawing, painting, writing, all of it. I've always done it. So it's been something that has been a constant in my life with a few breaks. And I was going to do art, like, you know, when you finish high school, you choose where you go. Mm-hmm. So I had done art as part of my end of year things to get into art university and I was all set, done my portfolio, etc. And I chickened out 
Oh. Like everyone was like, you can't do. I took extra art units, you know, because that increased your chance of getting in. And my teacher was like, no, 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 you need to do economics or do something else. But it was, I hung around with a lot of people who'd gone to the art college, like the prestigious one in Sydney. Mm. And they were super, super talented. And they came back and they were like, oh my God, no way, don't do it, don't do it. And I just was like, okay, you know what? And then I really did, I chickened out and didn't do it. Also, I have to, the caveat is at that age, I was pretty screwed up and I had no, you know, like lots of things. So my end of year of high school was pretty screwed and I thought I was just going to have to repeat it anyway. So I didn't end up choosing to go down doing formal art. Instead, I chose a different route and just kept doing art and hang around with artists still. Um, you know, we used to go to the warehouse parties in London that where people lived in big art communes and things. So it's always been there, just never always been how I've made money. Mm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So what jobs have you done along the way? In Australia, you can work from the time you are 14 okay. and nine months old. So I got a job <laughs> as soon as I could. And I've done things like I've been a waitress banquets and I sucked. I'm a really <laughs> bad, bad, bad waitress. I can't balance. I worked in fashion, so I was a fashion buyer. And I had to travel to like Hong Kong and Paris and London and things like that. Oh, wow. That was really hard work. Like we were working 14-hour days um, nonstop. You sort of land in a country and have to keep going. And part of it was going out and checking out the really cool places but all you wanted to do was sleep because oh. <laughs> it was exhausting. Yeah. Like, I, I know you're like, like 19 or something and falling asleep in the back of a taxi because I was so jet lagged. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you should be going, oh, wow, this is so glamorous and it's just hard work. So I did that while I was studying my social work degree because I had to pay and to do that. So that was my way of making a living and studying at the same time. So I'm, a trained social worker and I worked as a social worker in London for a good many years and did a lot of that. That was like my primary thing for a long time. Um, so I did work with victims of torture. I did some child protection stuff, which is horrendous. Mm. I've worked, I've done some drug and alcohol outreach as a student, I've done all sorts of different things. <laughs> yeah, pretty diverse. Yeah, funny, right? Like different parts of my personality. <laughs> so if you were an animal, what would you be and why? So I'd like to choose the snow leopard, I think, because they're just so like amazing and they're rare and they're just this, you don't really see them much. And they're this beautiful, majestic animal. That would be what I would choose. But I'd probably like, I'm more like a little meerkat, you know, eyes wide open, go jumping around. <laughs> what, 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 what? All right, all right. Do you have a favorite food? Yeah, sushi. Oh, okay. Yeah, love sushi. Like, could live on it. Like, Japanese food is my go-to. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So what's been the best piece of advice you have been given? Best piece of advice, I think, is how quickly life can change. Don't chase fame or fortune or all these things because all of that can go in a second and the people you think are there with you will not be. And I remember the social worker who gave me this advice, we had to go out to her client we had to break the door down with the police and this was someone who'd um been really famous at one point we had to find him lying on the floor um 
And it was really horrendous. And she was a lot older and I was still very, very young. She sort of took me under her wing. And that was the advice. She's like, look, this is what can happen. You never know what life holds for you. Treat everyone with respect and don't think that anything can last for a single minute. Like It all just changes. So don't take things for granted. Yeah. Very good advice. I definitely like the respect everybody. Yeah, like, and I think it was this very much seeing someone. Who, I mean, I didn't know who this person was or anything like that. Yeah, like I was very new to the country, but someone who had lived a very glamorous life, so to speak, mm. and was sitting there alone for days. It was horrendous, like, and you just would never imagine it. Right. Sort of going back and hearing the history and seeing where this person was at now, and there was no one there. Like, people will leave. Like, unless you have the right people around you. So, yeah, so it's, um, like, don't fall for the bullshit. Right. Like, you've got to go pass through all of that. Do you have any advice for artists joining the crypto art space? Yeah, find your friends. <laughs> so exactly, like, the two things are related. Find the people who are as real as possible. You know, don't fall for the hype, don't fall for the bullshit find the people find a community and get a major support network because that's i think the only thing that will keep you going in this space because it can be really hard and it can be just like really grueling so if you don't have a good support network then i think it's just it's just too hard yeah for sure it definitely helps a lot yeah i mean that's just to support each other you know just to talk things through yeah so if you could live or move anywhere, where would you live and why? My spiritual home is definitely Paris. So but trying to do a French accent with an Aussie accent is really, really bad. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I've you know, I've gone asking people for a um a lighter or something in French and they're like, Oh fuck what? <laughs> so I would live there. That I love it there. It's my favorite place. Maybe with kids move out more like to the sort of um south of France. Because okay. Paris might be a bit much for them, but yeah. Well, do you have any questions for me? What's your advice for artists in this space? Definitely like take your time, get to know people, get the a small community of people around you that can help support you, give you advice. Don't follow the hype. The hype will get you wrecked <laughs> like so quick. <laughs> yeah. Really quick. And it's easy to lose money if you follow the hype. <laughs> yeah. And mint from your own contract. Mint from your own contract. You think, yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. And what about additions and things? This is the new thing at the moment, isn't it? So everyone is doing all these big additions, these sort of open edition things. What's your take on that? I think it's kind of fun, actually. I don't mind it at all, especially like in like a downtime, like this market. You know, it kind of brings people together. They're like, hey, I got a free one. I got a free one. Let's have, like everyone gets a free one <laughs> to get their friend's art. It's like Oprah. You get one, you get one. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Okay. And I mean, it was all kind of related some of it was kind of related to the whole FTX crash, but some of it was just, you know, people wanted to put out work for people to collect. Mm -hmm. And I think additions in general, I think, will have a lot of promise in the long term. That's interesting, isn't it? Because for a long time, it's been scarcity, 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 and now it's sort of additions, additions. Right. Um, and I think that shows the fickleness a bit of the market. Yeah. Well, I think you could argue that additions kind of help with scarcity in a sense that you still have your one of ones 
but then you so you, you could if you wanted to play it where you don't release your one-on-ones very often but you do additions mm-hmm. more often something like that or you know like alternate them i don't know but i mean there's also a fine line like as some i think you have to get into a certain level be start before you need to worry about it scarcity yeah no i agree i mean i think it's with all these things you know there's advice and you need to listen to it take it on board but also go with what you feel for your art is right 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 any other questions no i think that's my questions do you have any upcoming projects or any shout outs for anybody well shout outs that's hard because you don't want to leave anyone out but i would shout out to everyone who's still here and just working and getting up and doing things the market's hard and you're just showing up and doing it so i think that's really important that's my big shout out you're all doing great and upcoming projects um possibly another nifty drop happening soon oh nice okay yeah so around december oh sweet yeah see how that goes that may may not happen you know things are a bit crazy at the moment so we'll see yeah well hopefully it does so i can snag one (laughs) thank you (laughs) you've been an awesome supporter yeah of course great work and good attitude thank you cool well reset this has been a fun interview and thank you so much for your time oh i appreciate it thank you so much for having me yeah and we'll talk soon i hope you have a great day you too have a good one thank you all right take care who is this who Who is is this guy who is this guy who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Norcal guy. 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 Norcal and chill. Podcast show. It's chill time. Norcal and chill. Podcast. What the The chill? Norcal and chill. Podcast show. It's chill time. Norcal and chill. Podcast. What the The chill?